This is the Hello World Podcast, where we talk about habits of success, habits of excellence, entrepreneurship, leadership, learning and development, and outlook that will help us succeed through life. This is Louis Banta, CEO and Chief Trainer of Learning Just Made Better or LJMB. Episode episode 6 is about the O in Hello, Outlook. And our guest for today will talk about the Puso philosophy. Our guest is a multi-awarded basketball coach, the only five-time PBA Coach of the Year awardee. He became more famous as head coach of Team Gilas Pilipinas, the Philippine national basketball team, which he led to a historic silver medal finish at the 2013 FIBA Asia Championship and the subsequent appearance at the 2014 FIBA World Cup, the country's first in 36 years. He has been a CEO for the past 30 years, CEO, coach, executive, and owner. He's a certified Marshall Goldsmith executive and team coach and a certified ICP-ACC Agile Management and Scrum Coach. He is the former CEO of TV5 Network Incorporated. Currently owner of Tony and Guy Philippines and Coachcom.incorporated or Inc. where he sits as chairman and CEO named Spin.ph Sportsman of the Year Award, one of People Asia's 2013 People of the Year, the one who made Puso the national battle cry when he coached Team Gilas Pilipinas. Dear listeners of Hello World, our guest for Episode 6, Coach Vincent Shot Reyes. Hi. Hi, Louis. Uh, and uh, hello to everyone there. Hello, world. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, Coach, for saying yes to this one. And the topic today is Puso Philosophy to the Filipino well, nation, to the country in general. Pag na-mention yung word na Puso, I'm sure that your name will always come out as related to Puso because you, again, popularized that. It became the country's uh, basketball uh, mantra. Although I understand with my uh, search in the internet that this Puso philosophy is also a leadership framework that you have expanded and developed where literally may Puso talaga dun sa center, no? Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, you'd like to walk us through, in a nutshell, ano ba itong puso philosophy? Yeah, um, over the years, because of my uh, involvement nga with a lot of organizations, working with a lot of leaders, I thought that uh, it was time to put together, and a lot of people were asking what are my thoughts on leadership. So I put together what I thought uh uh, are the most important uh, elements of leadership, especially now as we are mm. facing uh, in in COVID. So, I, I if you will allow me to share my screen, I Go put ahead, together a, a very simple model. Uh, para maging magkaroon ng global appeal in English ko yung puso, obviously, which yes, is yes. heart. So, mm-hmm. I put together the heart of a leader model, and just just be- very briefly, I'll, I'll I'll go through it. Uh, very simple lang naman. 
Uh, you can see the framework. It's uh, enclosed in a diamond because ito talaga, this was built on, on, on uh, difficulty, on failure, on rejection. You know, I mean, people know me now uh, with my five Coach of the Year awards and titles, but very few people remember that I've been fired uh, unceremoniously two or three times as well from my job. So it, it was mm -hmm. not all roses. And the same thing with my entrepreneurial endeavors. Uh, I have Tony and Guy is doing well and Coach Com is doing well, but I have had other uh, uh, businesses before that didn't do so well and we had to shut down. And so mm -hmm. this is all uh, uh, an accumulation of all the lessons that I have learned and experiences over the years. That's why it's, sabi nila, di ba, Diamond, uh, the more you subject it to fire, lalo siyang lumalakas at tumitibay. But the heart of the of the model is 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 right there. The heart, yung puso talaga, which is health. Uh, the heart uh, stands for health, emotional intelligence, agility, resilience, and teammanship. So mm -hmm. it, it's very simple. The foundation for all great leadership for me is really physical health. I mean, every leader has to take care of his or her own health. Padalas kasi na iisip lang natin yung health when meron na tayong nararamdaman eh, when we're in poor health. And so, uh, uh, I, for me, that is the foundation. And we all know science has proven that great uh, physical fitness leads to sharper mental acuity and uh, higher emotional intelligence. And we know today that emotional intelligence, EQ, is even more valuable than IQ a lot of times, mm -hmm. especially mm -hmm. in this day and age. I mean, Imagine this uh, pandemic that we're in, this chaos that we're in. I mean, the more chaotic things are, the more important it is for us to be calm and, and centered and peaceful inside. And the way there is mindfulness. That's why there's mindfulness here. And that's the way to emotional intelligence. I have Goldman chart, emotional intelligence tools. All of these things that you see there, these are the different models. They're like almost, there are more than 20 models and tools that we share in the workshop that when we teach the, the heart of a leader. So the foundation is health. It's what enables uh, uh, emotional intelligence and it, it's fueled and it's powered by agility, an agile mindset uh, to be able to navigate through the disruptions that we are facing today. Uh, more than ever, agility is, is critical to our success as leaders and as organizations. Now, agility demands speed, quickness, uh, sometimes Sabi nga nila, uh, done more than perfect. That means we're going to make mistakes. That means we're not going to get it right all the time. And so resilience is critical, is, is, is uh, as important as ever. The ability to recover, I call it the bounce back ability. Uh, and uh, we teach eight practices, uh, grit. Uh, we teach the growth mindset is very important for agility and resilience as well. And all of these things, health, emotional intelligence, agility, and resilience are scaled by our ability to build teams. Because my belief is that the individual heroic model of leadership no longer works. What we need now are leaders who can, who can build teams of leaders. So that's it. That is, uh, in a nutshell, that is the, uh, that is the model. We teach this uh, in an uh, eight-hour workshop. Over three days, you know, two and a half, three hours a day spread over, you know, one, one, once a week, uh, different formats, uh, depending on the, on the companies or the clients that, that we work with. Um, and uh, 
I find that it is very relevant because everything that we spoke about there, you know, health today is so important. Yes. Emotional intelligence, more so agility and resilience. And mm -hmm. so, you know, and, yeah. And our listeners are really privileged to have uh, seen that uh, model. And I'll let you uh, promote later, Coach, kung paano kanila ma, ano, ma, uh, how they can reach out to you for some uh, possible speaking workshops. But what I like about that is it's holistic leadership. No? While it sounds puso emotional, there's emotional, there's spiritual, there's also mental, and then you also have that element of relationship. No? Yes. And you ended now with relationship. Holistic na siya. And at the same time, if I will look at all of those elements there, you have Goldman, you have Grit, you have successfully put together different frameworks, you know, all in that uh, model. So I can imagine the wealth of, uh, of input that people will uh, uh, go through. Yeah, and my focus is the how-to. It's not really the know-how. It's really the how-to. So it's very practical. Mm -hmm. I want us to, so that when you attend first session pa lang, you already have tools that you can use right away. The yes. next day, magagamit mo na with your people, mm -hmm. with your team, because, uh, you know, I'm just putting myself in the shoes of the participants. Tayo, when we sit in, when we attend workshops, we want to get practical uh, tools diba, that we can use uh, right away. So what happened was when I retired from uh, TV5 last year, one year na, this, this mm -hmm. month, uh, mm -hmm. I took a look at what my clients were looking for. And the number mm -hmm. one thing that, I was, that they were looking for was Agile. So I became a certified Agile management and even a Scrum coach. Mm -hmm. And then when the pandemic hit, it was all about uh, the more Agile became important. But then the mm -hmm. elements of resilience, and emotional intelligence and, mm -hmm. and grit. So uh, I, I completed courses on mastering resilience, building resilience, uh, the mm -hmm. science of well-being. Mm -hmm. Because uh, what I learned from leaders, and I'm sure you have the same experience, Louis, the leaders that we work with, they all know the value of these things. Alam naman nila yes. yun, important. Yes. Emotional intelligence, agility, mm -hmm. they all know mm -hmm. that. But the question is, can you coach it? So mm -hmm. that, that's my role. I come in and I give them real tools and tips that they can mm -hmm. use to coach it so mm -hmm. that pwede nilang ituro at ibahagi sa mga teams nila. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. And of course, when the word coach is mentioned in any discussion in any group in the Philippines now, no? alam mo, coach, nung, nung bata-bata pa tayo, no? pag-coach, mga baby dalupan yan. Tama? O ah. kaya mga Jaworski. Pero ngayon, <laughs> Ngayon, walang, uh, ano, walang paltos to. Whenever I check with groups, no, really, when you hear the word coach, Coach Chotreyes, your name really come in the list. One of the most successful basketball coaches of all time. And, and you. I, I read a lot in the introduction earlier. You were the only five-time PBA coach, tapos eight times uh, champion, and then the historic Gilas uh, um, um, achievement. How much of your success in your sports career was because of the puso philosophy. I'm sure baka wala pa ito nung una, no? Pero it's there in you, in your head, in your uh, being. How much of Chotre's success over the years is because of the elements of puso? Uh, to be very frank, the, the puso battle cry was was developed not only by me, but really by the entire team, Gilas. Because, okay. Because 
my uh, background as a team builder and a team facilitator. So sa amin mm-hmm. sa Gilas and all the teams that I that I coach, whether that was Talk and Text or Coke, we do a lot mm-hmm. of team building activities. So aside from mm-hmm. basketball, every time we go out on trips and ano, nag-team building kami palagi. We do everything that you do. You sa mm-hmm. online and, and what yes. we used to do live, we do a lot of those things. Mm-hmm. And of course, kasama na doon is uh, we crafted our values. So yun ang nangyari. So for us, we that, that that's where we first built the team model, which I still mm-hmm. teach up to today with with companies. So our mm-hmm. team model, sabi ko, we had that uh, that workshop where we asked the players, what are the most important things for us as a team? What are the mm-hmm. values that we stand on? So the okay. players came out. Not only me, the players uh, came up with it, and we we think we came up with team trust, effort, accountability, motivation. So yun yung mm-hmm. team model namin. Sabi ko, dito ah. And then, when we got back and we became successful, I started talking mm-hmm. about team to organizations and to companies. And they mm-hmm. really liked it because it, it resonated because uh, everybody knows, di ba? Even the, the, the Google study, Project Aristotle, the mm-hmm. number one most important element to successful teams is psychological safety, which is group trust. Yes. So job number one, really, if you want to build teams is to build trust within your with your people so uh, it worked uh, with Gila so yun yung naging yun yung naging uh, that those are the values that we came up with but what powers all of that is our first of all yung puso yung puso talaga uh, mm-hmm. sa amin kasi sa Gilas our, our battle cry is very simple we fight till we cannot fight anymore for our country with all our hearts yun yung mm-hmm. laban Pilipinas puso mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's why naging okay. ano. So sa every huddle, every game, narinig ng mga tao, sisigaw kami, laban Pilipinas. Sisigaw ako, laban Pilipinas. Sasagot yung mga players. Puso. So that's mm-hmm. where it came from. It now became the national battle. Lahat ng sports, lahat ng mm-hmm. ano, lahat narinig mo. Ginagamit mm-hmm. na talaga niya na yung puso. And in the end, we said, hindi namin kaya labanan yung kalaban namin sa basketball sa Asia sa height. Kasi, mm-hmm. alam tayo mga Pinoy, tayong pinaka-cute sa Asia, di ba? We're the mm-hmm. short, we don't have their height. And we didn't have the experience uh, because although magaling tayo, mag- matagal na yung PBA, magaling tayo in the Philippines. But we had very mm-hmm. little experience competing uh, outside. So sabi ko, ihanapin natin yung that, that one thing which is purely Pinoy. Talaga yung ayaw talagang magpatalo, ayaw bumigay. Mm-hmm. So yung puso, yung ayaw magpatalo and then the puso para uh, servisyo, the mm-hmm. pagmamahal sa bayan, the love of country, the service for country. Mm-hmm. So yun yung talagang purpose namin. And, uh, so that is what animates the team model, our love for country. So yun mm-hmm. team, yung papano, yung how to. So now we have a step-by-step model when I come into organizations I teach leaders how to build their teams step-by-step mm-hmm. model. Kasi mm-hmm. you know, we've, we've never there is no class in any college or in any MBA Correct. course that's called teamwork 101 or team building fundamentals mm-hmm. of team building wala diba? And yet mm-hmm. every organization they expect their leaders to know how to build teams. Mm-hmm. So that's that's our value. So uh, that that's I think that's the biggest value I bring to my work now with organizations, mm-hmm. just an understanding of how to build teams and the heart of the leader uh, model. Uh, but even in the heart of the leader, the la- last letter there, letter T is team, which that, mm-hmm. that's where my team model comes in. 
Mm-hmm. So yun talaga yun. It's, it's really sustained me through my my life, through my early uh, uh, hardships, uh, mm-hmm. starting out, uh, and then uh, the difficulties, uh, not only in basketball coaching and in sports, but also here in running organizations. I've had, you know, uh, a lot, lot. I've, I've uh, had a lot of stumbles and rejections and, and difficulties mm-hmm. uh, all through my life. But... Uh, But I'm here. You're, mm-hmm. you're talking to me, so that means I've yes. always been able to pick myself up and survive. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's really the, the, the strength of character, the strength of puso. And what I'd like our listeners now to pay attention to is, most of us just know the the, the battle cry of puso. But you, you put it in context, eh, no? parang laban Pilipinas puso. Service, you mentioned service to the country. We will fight for the honor of the country with all our hearts. So, ngayon ko lang narinig yun, Coach, yung, yung buo na yun. Ano? And what I like is, I, I was asking about you, but you brought it back to team. Diba? If, if our listeners would notice, sabi ni Coach, hindi lang akin yan. Yan ay product ng, uh, ng joint journey, collective journey of the team. Yes. And for those of you who just see basketball teams play there, you don't see, we don't see the behind the scenes. Eh. We don't see the the struggles in building the team nag, uh, nag-define sila ng values. No? Similar to what business leaders need to do in a setting, in a corporate setting. Exactly, yeah. Players also need to do that. No? Coach, I will deviate from our questions. Really interested that your sports background, mo, has it really enabled you to become a better coach even outside of sports now that you coach and mentor business professionals and executives how important is that sports grounding to you now coaching others a lot uh, and it turns out it's not a uh, it's not a phenomenon that is uh, particular only to me i i, mm-hmm. I discovered that uh, the What was that Fortune 500 company? Uh, the, there was a Forbes, an a Harvard Business Review article and Forbes uh, research that uh, 90% of uh, Fortune 500 uh, CEOs uh, were elite athletes in college, mm-hmm. and then they uh, they interviewed 800 uh, female executives, top executives or female. It was 95% were elite athletes in college. So there is really that connection between sports and uh, athletics and, and and business or executive uh, prowess because uh, when you are an athlete or a sportsman all your life you already number one you already know the value of hard work and discipline hindi mo na and teamwork di ba alam na it's it's, it's really Correct. instilled already in, in us so it was the same thing with me as uh, as a coach i i approach situations always uh, with a coaching mindset uh, Whether it's uh, my work uh, in in uh, uh, leading Tony and Guy, uh, uh, our other business, or when I was uh, the CEO of TV5, it was always with with, with that approach. And uh, napakalaking bagay ng coaching background ko because sa coaching we are uh, uh, subject to extreme pressure where we have to make decisions very very fast. We don't split second. We don't have. We don't even have a few minutes to to wait and decide. Things happen so quickly, 
And then our decisions, kita kagad sa scoreboard. It, it's it's very, uh, you know, it, it's very... It's under public scrutiny ka pa. Yes, no? yeah, yes. And then, in as much as I got, I got a lot of uh, acclaim when we won, you can imagine the kind of hatred and bashing that I got when we lost. I mm. mean, the, the vitriol I received were something I wouldn't wish on my worst enemy. It was so bad mm. that you know, even my my kids, my wife got affected because ganun sa Pilipinas eh, sa basketball, lalo sa basketball, alam mo sa akin, relihiyon ng basketball eh. I mean, sa basketball, pag panalo yung team, ang galing ng players. Pag talo yes. yung team, ang tanga ng coach. It's always the coach's eh. So you can imagine the kind of, uh, you know, the kind of uh, hatred and, and, and bashing that I got. But like I said, I, I withstood it. So the, the kind of pressure uh the, the lessons that I learned there in, in basketball coaching, I was able to, to bring over to, to my work with uh, companies and, and in, my, in, my, in running my business. In the end, it was uh, and the mistakes that I made also in coaching. I, mm-hmm. I was able to kind of uh, help me in, in running my business and, and when I was mm-hmm. running uh, TV5. And the most important learning really is can be distilled to the fact that in the end, you win with your people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how technically gifted you are, how much uh, technical skills you have, or how, mm-hmm. how high your IQ is, or how talented you are. If your people stop playing for you, you can throw it all out the window. It doesn't mean things. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a coach's job, really, to put a group of uh, individuals together to work not towards one direction, not towards one goal, but to work with one heartbeat. Yun talaga mm-hmm. team. If you mm-hmm. can get a group of individuals working with one heartbeat. Sa basketball kasi ganun eh, yung hindi na kailangan mag-usap, nagkatinginan lang, tawag nga natin sa Tagalog, nagkaamuyan lang eh. Nagkaamuyan lang, alam na eh, di ba? You know already just by sensing, that's, that's what you mean when you say working with one heartbeat. Sa basketball, we call it uh, chemistry. Sa mm-hmm. sports, chemistry. So mm-hmm. organizations, we call it culture. Mm-hmm. So in organizations, we call it culture. So how and, can you build that culture? And you have 12 people who have different heartbeats at the start. No? And then through your interventions or activities or journeying together through success and failure, uh, it, it uh, becomes uh, one uh, heartbeat. Coach, you mentioned an important aspect earlier. When the team wins, it's the players. When the team loses, it's the coach. Do you agree with that? That that is the heart of accountability. In the end, as leaders, we have to take accountability for that. And when the team wins, we have to give the credit to our people, diba? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I believe in it, and I don't, you know, if, if that's that's even possible. I think it's also very unfair to leaders. It's very unfair to coaches because mm-hmm. a lot of things uh, in sports or even in business are. Mm-hmm. are largely out of our hands, diba? Mm-hmm. Um, but in the end, uh, I think human nature is always wants to be able to point at somebody mm-hmm. for, for the success or the failure. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the loneliness of leadership is that the buck stops here, mm-hmm. diba? The buck stops with you. So uh, that's one of the most important things you have to ask yourself if you are going to take a significant leadership position. Are you ready for this? Because mm-hmm. you know that's that's the risk. It's a it's a great great profession. The rewards are fantastic, 
but you also have to understand what the risks are and you know that those are one of the risks of 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 uh, significant or high profile uh, leadership positions in this episode being on o outlook another outlook that uh, coach Trott mentioned is the outlook of accountability diba giving credit to people when it's due and really accepting that the buck stops uh, with me coach just interested on this puso framework or hard framework that you have um Chotreyes is strongest on which one? Emotional, mental, spiritual, relational, or deep health? Kung magsa-self-assessment ka ng, you may be high on all five, but your top strength? And where do you think you also need to do reinforcement? I think, uh, I think my strength, I think I'm better than most in, in, in building teams. Really understanding and, and, uh, and putting together teams uh, and... Uh, Um, inspiring people to sacrifice and subjugate their personal interests for the good of the team. Mm-hmm. I have a very deep understanding and experience about what makes teams click, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a, I think one of my gifts is an ability to connect with people. Eh? So when mm-hmm. I talk about connection, vulnerability, trust, psychological safety, it's very natural for me because that's a strength that I have. That that's a that's a strength. Uh, my my biggest weakness is emotional intelligence because I really had a I'm I'm so much better at it now. But really, I've always been one to lose my temper. I was very when I was in the PBA, they called me the finest coach in the PBA. Ako pinakamataas binabayad na fine sa technical foul kasi palagi ko sinisigawan yung referee. So that's something that I consciously work on, and that's why I made it a part of. I thought it was a very important part of the of our leadership model because especially now, especially now when when you when you talk about outlook, mm-hmm. the most important outlook to have is a positive outlook because if your outlook is negative, wala mm-hmm. na talaga. You're not even giving yourself a chance. Yes. So I think that's the most important. But coach, referring to those days when you were really, uh, I, I would see it as passion. Di ba talag talagang mataas ang level of competitiveness mo, no? Tapos nandun yung passion, the heat of the moment. You would really behave like uh, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, then uh, when it was uncontrollable and I couldn't manage my emotions, it affected even my players. And that's why mm-hmm. I got fired twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was doing very well in Pure Foods. I was doing well in Santa Lucia. I, I mean, kung, kung kulelat kami, of course, coaches are hired to be fired. Diba? But I was doing, I was delivering on every important metric for a coach and still two teams fired me because mm-hmm. hindi pati isang players yung coach. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was my biggest learning there na yung value talaga that you know the understanding that you win with your players and that uh, that sometimes just being able to deliver the the performance and the metrics that that's not enough because uh, there comes a time where you know hindi ka talaga kaya or makiis or masikmura ng mga tao mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you know, then you have to go, and that's that's one of the very very important learnings that I think that has made me the leader that I am today. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the, what you just described, comes to mind a lot of stories that I heard in uh, organizations I've also worked with. No, parang typical na typical yung uh, emotions being the one of the biggest barriers of a leader. In really putting teams uh, yeah. together, 
is that the same experience that you have a coach working with uh, a lot of your clients and your yes. audiences? Because if you're not able to, well, emotional intelligence starts with self-awareness, right? So if mm-hmm. you're aware and you know yourself, then you can manage your emotions better. But if you cannot manage your emotions, how can you manage the emotions of your people? How can mm-hmm. you even be empathetic to them? Right? How can you have uh, an ability to, to, to uh, inspire and, and, and influence them? So that's why for me, that's very, very important. And we see that all the time. We see a lot of really great accomplished technical leaders but they really have a hard time they they basically are leading or people follow them only because of their position mm-hmm. and we know today especially with the millennials and the gen z they don't care about your position your credentials your title wala na sa kanila yan that doesn't that doesn't impress them unlike mm-hmm. tayo dati uy si boss maski ano we will respect that today that's not uh, that's no longer a big factor, right? You really have to be able to to connect with them, and that's the way to to uh, inspire them and 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 get them to to do their best work. So uh, we see that all the time, and um, that's why uh, Medium.com says emotional intelligence, uh, self-regulation, is mm-hmm. becoming the number one uh, skill that's required mm-hmm. in the twenty-first century. So. That's why inaral ko talaga yan. I took courses on it. I took a certification on emotional intelligence. Uh, and I'm now moving towards, uh, in fact, today, they're saying emotional intelligence is not enough. We now need to have emotional brilliance because sobrang gulo. It's, it's so, the pace of change is so quick. It's so chaotic. It's so disruptive. But really, it's really a, a, a different ballgame now. Now that we're going in into this VUCA world is really very, very different. May bago na nga raw coach eh. Na, narinig ko yung hindi na raw VUCA. Rap na raw. Rap, no? Yung merong uh, uh, Rain, what is rap nga? If you can uh, just fill me in here. Rapid. Rapid, uh, I was introduced to that. no? And looking at the Puso Philosophy Coach, ang ganda talaga niya because you said you're relational, but the only way by which you can really put the team together is if you start with the basics no, and work with your own uh, emotions uh, uh, as well. In or, or what's tough with this Puso philosophy? For people who want to you know, work with you and be mentored by you on this one, what's a first warning or first reminder or piece of advice? It's not all, it's not all easy. Yeah. No, my experience with uh, actual experience working with organizations is health because executives, they don't really pay attention. They don't pay too much attention to their health, really their ability. That's why we have a program, the Corporate Athlete, where we work on uh, managing your energy and making sure that you train or you approach your work like an athlete. Because athletes, when we you know, we have periods of high... Uh, high uh, optimization, and then we have mm-hmm. a period of recovery. So that mm-hmm. there's a oscillation. Ganun ang, mm-hmm. That's how we get to, to top performance. Eh. How we prepare to be at our peak pag competition. trabaho kasi, athletes, they, uh, they uh, work, they practice, or they prepare, they train 70% of the time, 80 and they compete maybe 20% of the time. Executives, mm-hmm. baliktad, diba? Executives are competing 80-90% of the time and only train 10-15% of the time. So they forget that uh, 
they're masyadong linear and that's what leads to the burnout. If you're constantly linear yung uh, anxiety and stress sa that leads to a lot of problems later on. So so uh, you have to understand that you have to recover, that you have to rest, you have to all build all of these things into your regular routine. So we find that that's really the, the most important thing is to uh, let uh, executives understand. I think that's one going to be one of the offshoots of this pandemic. People are mm-hmm. now realizing really the value of, of health. Right? So I think that's, that's very, very important. And the, the better in shape you are, the higher your fitness level, the sharper your mental acuity you will be, the better you're going to have. Uh, right? means you're, you feel like you're so... You're so irritable, di ka maka-focus, di ka maka-concentrate. Chances are, anong oras ka natulog, ilang araw ka na, anong, anong kinain mo, nakapag-workout ka ba? So there's, a, there's always a physical cost. There's almost always a physical cost to all of your work problems. So uh, that's that's the tough part, to, to make people realize that they have to know their numbers. They know their numbers of their business. Alam nila lahat yan, all of the ratios and factors the, the sales levels and figures we, we all know that about our business but do our do we do we all know our health numbers mm-hmm. uh, that's very important and the second part of that is that health also is about organizational health kasi mm-hmm. wala naman, wala naman bobong organization diba louis every mm-hmm. organization we work with a very smart intelligent executive yes. but then smart doesn't equate to healthy. Mm-hmm. So the, it's it's not about the intelligence of organizations, but it's their mm-hmm. organizational health. So mm-hmm. that's 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 the more difficult part that na nakikita ko. And, uh, and it's so fundamental to things. So pag inayos mo yung, yung peace na yan, everything mm-hmm. is easier. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of those things. Are, are getting better. But other than that, that's the issue we're facing. What I like about the framework is that this one is here. It's at the center. A lot of other leadership frameworks take it for granted. But here you ah. place it at the center, the beating heart talaga. Well, and then you tama reference mo, tama sabi mo, we have a tendency to take our health for granted. Tama ka nun, yeah. Kaya nag-glorify pa nga yung mga, ano, yung mga business leaders who are really workaholic. I, I'm actually included in that. No? Yeah. Ay, uh, oh, yeah. Ayo. Our work, our work, ano, di ba? Yung hustle, di ba? Sinasabi natin yung hustling at uh, work. But this is a very good reminder to to everyone. Coach, if if health is one of the major areas for improvement of the typical executive out there, What's a second AFI? What's a second weakness? Is it EQ, agility, resilience, teammanship? I think uh, today more and more it's agility. I think mm-hmm. it's uh, um, the, lead, the number one reason why successful leaders fail is because they were not able to adapt to the pace of change. Just because the pace mm-hmm. of change is so... And, and that, that's the problem. Successful leaders, because... You're successful. Ang galing mo. You've already mm-hmm. achieved a, a level of success. So you'll say, why do I need to change? Tagal ko nang itagawa ito. Ang galing ko na dito, di ba? Ito nang next part. And um, uh, some, I think the companies that are thriving today, they're the ones who are like like you, like your company, di ba? 
you were able to adjust very quickly and and now you are you're reaping the benefits and uh, and the others who did not the others have not been able to adjust as quickly and uh, that that's the key the that's what i mean by agility the ability to adjust quickly not mm-hmm. I mean, if you give everyone years eh, lahat naman makaka-adjust diba but who has that now you don't even have three months or six months today in this day and age diba so how are you how have you built your company to be agile so mm-hmm. those are now that's where a lot of uh, uh, the difficulties that i'm seeing in, in organizations today have they built because a lot of organizations still are from the old you know the traditional uh, the traditional pyramid structure and all that mm-hmm. the decision making it's so mm-hmm. uh, command and control pa rin. so it's that's really and that really takes ano eh, that's a hard change i i teach a, a module on easy change versus hard change yung easy change mm-hmm. kumbaga sa app yan i-update mo lang yung app eh. yung hard change change talaga ng os yun, eh, of the operational mm-hmm. system so a lot of times agility is a hard change. It really you have to examine your ways of working, the way you do things, mm-hmm. and even your thinking. Agility starts from mental agility. It is mm-hmm. the uh, leaders, the ability of the leader to be to be mentally agile, to think, to think quick, to be adaptable, and all that. So if you're not agile as a leader, you can never. De- how can you develop and build an agile organization, right? So and it's really a trainable quality yes, it, is, it is a skill mm-hmm. even mental agility they have come now with the uh, concept of neuro agility they have mm-hmm. seen the science now behind the uh, neuro agility our brains uh, ability to be agile so mm-hmm. it is it is uh, it is trainable it is a skill and, and of course I have a bias for sports you know I, I did not necessarily excel in sports but I love playing sports. Yeah, but you were a sportsman all your life, yeah. And uh, I, I played different sports, and that's why I really see your 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 value. You are a winning, not just athlete, you're a winning coach, and then you're now transitioning to, you've transitioned to helping leaders also use the same principles. Coach, maganda bang training ang sports? Kasi excited ka din ng mga statistics kanina, no? Athletes, no? Maganda bang training? Pwede sigurong infuse yung, yung training ng isang atleta or ng isang coach pag ikaw ay leader and you want to succeed in business. Very much so. And yun nga yung, uh, that's the gist of our corporate athlete or our business athlete program. Yun talaga. Wow. How to train, how to have the mamba mentality, di ba? or how to train like an Tiger Woods or mm-hmm. a, uh, Roger Federer, di ba? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're, they are very skilled. They're athletic. Uh, they have some prowess, but you know. But what people don't realize is the hours and hours of effort and training and uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, and uh, uh, resources that they pour behind being a because a lot of athletes train, eh, but the mm-hmm. special athlete, the the real good ones, they can perform at the at their peak. At the most crucial time, pag clutch time, mm-hmm. that's where yeah. they're able to perform. Mm-hmm. Yun yun yeah, may clutch player coach, di ba? May clutch player talaga. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Kasi nakikita ko yun, we have so many players ang galing sa practice. Ang galing mm-hmm. sa practice, di siya mag-miss, walang mm-hmm. mali sa practice. Pero pag game time, nagdi-disappear. Mm-hmm. Ganon din sa organizations. Mm-hmm. You can imagine, di ba? At in crisis. That's why they're calling it now, this pandemic, we call it the CEO moment. Ito talaga <laughs> na susukat. Sino talaga, you know, who are the CEOs, the leaders who can really step up and, and you know, and and uh, uh, make their make their mark and, and make their value. So, I, I, I mentioned that because sa sports talagang you don't, you don't resist with the new game plan eh. Tanggap mo kagad kasi babasahin mo lang yung play ng kalaban. Tapos, but why is it that in business or in teams, konting change ng process, konting tweak ng ganito, and people, even leaders, no? Leaders will say, ano ba yan? Bago ng bago. Not, not really embracing agility. Uh, have, you, have you encountered a lot of that? Uh, a lot, yes. And, and they will say, no, no, we want innovation, we want change, pero konting ano lang, ayaw nila. So, parang, uh, ano yun, di ba? So, yes, that's why, that's why it's very important uh, that we teach the growth mindset and, and we make people realize that mm-hmm. if you're a fixed mindset, you, you cannot be agile. You have to have mm-hmm. that growth mindset talaga. And that mm-hmm. in fact, and, and the um, importance of growth mindset is understanding that difficulty is part of the process. Because mm-hmm. fixed mindset individuals, pag nahirapan ng konti, ayaw na. And essentially, ganun yun, di ba? Yan na naman. Kakagawa lang natin to Bago na naman. Oh, bago mm-hmm. na naman. But, mm-hmm. Sa sports, pag bago ang play, you don't have time to complain kasi if it's the last three seconds, yun na yun. Especially when we play in the in international competition. The way mm. we train and prepare for Croatia mm. is very uh-huh. different from the way we prepare for Argentina. It's completely mm. different. The way we play mm-hmm. Korea, ibang mm-hmm. iba sa the way we play Iran. Completely mm-hmm. different. Wala mang simil- very few similarities. So you can imagine the level of agility that's required. Mm-hmm. That's why in my talks, I have a 10-second video uh, of an actual game where talo na talaga kami, but we found a yes. way to win. So I call it 10 leadership lessons in 10 seconds. So mm-hmm. we, we, we really showed the value of agility and resilience. Mm-hmm. You talo ka na, pero nanalo ka na. So, and and, and a lot... In my team talks about we we watch the last three minutes of the Korea game, so you know, and we get the lessons from that. And I did my research too, coach. Sabi nga nung coach ng Argentina daw, since you mentioned Argentina, no, that the one thing na nahirapan sila sa gilas is that they cannot review. Tama? Hindi daw nila ma-predict kung ano ang gagawin nyo. I think it's because of that you prepare differently for different ano, yes. competitors, no? Because normally, ganoon, papanoorin mo yung previous game, di ba? And before we played Argentina, we played Croatia. Mm-hmm. So, kala nila, when they scouted us, oh, ito yung game plan gagawin ng Pilipinas. Pagdating mm-hmm. sa kanila, ibang-iba yung ginawa namin. So, mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. so that's just, yeah, that's a great example of agility that, uh, you know, and... Uh, that's why I think my role there was just to, to have a very agile, open mindset and then to mm-hmm. convince and to inspire the players to have it as well. But in the end, it's the players who do it uh, mm-hmm. for them to, to be able to execute it. Ang hirap nun. Diba? Dali naman magplano, magganyan eh. But the execution, that's where you separate really the men from the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the powerful uh, parallelism between sports talaga 
actually in any area of life, no, sports in life, sports in business, no, sports in learning and development. There's a lot that uh, anybody can really learn from just engaging in sports. No, it builds character. And now all of this, really fascinated and looking at the framework now this is a YouTube video. Really the one sports. thing that sports builds that mm. you cannot get anywhere else is resilience. Because sports teaches you how to accept defeat, how mm. to bounce back from a loss. Hindi okay. mo matuturo yun eh. Saan mo matuturo sa skwela yun? Di ba? Or sa mga anak mo, how, how can you teach that? Di ba? So unless they experience what it means to come back from bone crushing, nakakaiyak na talo, yung ginawa mm. mo lahat, you tried your hardest, you put in your best 100% effort, natalo mm. ka pa. First mm. is sometimes may game na you did everything right and then nagkaroon lang ng masamang tawag ng referee or there was just mm-hmm. a bad bounce, a bad break, and then natalo ka because of that. Ang hirap. Mm-hmm. But sport, mm-hmm. you have no choice. You have to accept it and you move on. And mm-hmm. that, that's the greatest, uh, uh, the greatest, uh, prepar- the greatest uh, way to build uh, and understand what resilience is all about, your ability to bounce back, mm-hmm. to always, you know, to always uh, recover. And since we're talking about resiliency, you already mentioned earlier your failures as well. And perhaps the worst is getting fired from coaching uh, jobs. Yeah. What lessons do you have in mind during those times? And now looking back during those situations, what lessons could you pass on to others regarding tough failures? Well, like career, I said, especially in career, no? Yeah, like I said, when I when uh, when when Pure Foods uh, Essentially, they they did not renew my contract after okay. uh, when when it expired. Even mm-hmm. if I took the team to the finals, we went to four or five finals in my four years there. We won two championships. I won two Coach of the Year awards. It was a great performance. Kung gagawin mo ng performance evaluation, glowing. But they decided. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a it was a foregone conclusion. They will renew me. To my mm-hmm. surprise, I said, sorry, we decided not to renew your contract. But I, mm-hmm. I said, okay lang, maraming kukuha sa akin because I was a finest coaching ako nun, di ba? Sabi, okay mm-hmm. lang, I'm going to prove them wrong, may kukuha naman sa akin. And mm-hmm. sure enough, before, wala pang one month, another team signed me. And in our first tournament, we took them to their best ever record, their first finish, their first trophy in history. Mm-hmm. And then the next month, they fired me. As in, yun talaga, literally, tinawa ko ng manager's office and said, you're fired. So after what, what, getting that trophy? Yeah. After getting the trophy, it was ano ba ngayon? August. Ito, ganitong buwan. Mm-hmm. We got the their first trophy in 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 company history in mm-hmm. July and then the next month they fired me. Mm-hmm. And so that gave me really the the those hard to accept lessons. Not number one, you work you win with people. You mm-hmm. win with people. It doesn't matter what your credentials or your performance is if your people's stop playing for you. It really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Number two, the value of change because Pure Foods was already sending me that signal when they did not renew my contract. But I mm-hmm. said, no, 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 my stuff works. Magaling ako. My, my offense, X's and O's, my technical ability, my skills, my analytical skills are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was going to prove Pure Foods wrong. I was the one who was proven wrong. So the second part is the, the value of agility. Mm-hmm. Your, how 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 the need to change when 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 the the uh, your inability to change will really get you into trouble. So mm-hmm. that is the the second part. 
But then the third part also was the, the resilience because you, you'll never really experience resilience unless you've been through that, uh, those, you know, gut-wrenching uh, moments in your life where, I mean, that was really the lowest point of my career. Mm -hmm. na, literally, because when you're a coach, one day, the next day, wala na. And it's mm -hmm. not like in companies where you have severance packages, mm -hmm. you have, you have mm -hmm. all these things. So basketball yes. coaching, we're contractual, di ba? Mm -hmm. so, Pero, that's it. And then the fourth thing is the value of having that a support system around you. Because really, that's where I realized the value of having, you know, my family around me, mm -hmm. everyone running around me and all that. So those are, and that's how I came up with my, you know, my, my, uh, five Gs of resilience because mm -hmm. throughout my uh, experiences. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Coach, kasama din yung five Gs dito, no? when they, let's say, avail of this complete workshop, they will have uh, yeah. to go through that. Ano? Yeah, we okay. should we, we uh, a lot. Uh, in fact, on five Gs, I just share it when I give my 30 or 40 minute virtual talks. I already mm -hmm. talked about uh, uh, the how, like I say, it's it's how to say, diba? I don't yes. talk about the values, but I say, mm -hmm. okay, how how do we recover? Mm -hmm. How to, hindi mm -hmm. na bounce back, diba? How to bounce forward, sabi ni right. Eril Sandberg, is an option. Correct. Correct. And what I like about you said is the, those failures or those times in your career when you you were really disrupted, no, came even after achievements or results, no. Hindi na talaga guarantee that if you're performing, nothing bad will happen. That's yeah. where agility really comes in. Yeah. What's tough in coaching uh, business people, executives? <laughs> uh, very early. I, I established my company, CoachCom, 2002, eh, so 18 years okay. ago. Very hmm. early, coaching was taboo. Parang, ah, but ako ay coach, there's nothing wrong with me. That was mm -hmm. the, ano, especially with Filipino executives. But now, mm -hmm. it, I think it's, it's, a, it's a lot more acceptable and, and all that. So, mm -hmm. uh, the, the only thing naman that I, I see now that that they're asking is, is you know, how sure are we that that's going to work sa amin? So, mm -hmm. that's really the toughest part naman. But I think uh, the fact that we are professionals and practitioners as well, because mm -hmm. I'm not only a trained and certified executive coach, I actually am a coach, I'm an executive and a business owner. So mm -hmm. you know, so so I think that's that's uh, that that combination is 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 helping me. But the, the tough part is to really see uh, the the first question to owners, to leaders, is that uh, how is that going to help my business? And the second, and I think this is the toughest part, is really self-awareness. It's for leaders to realize what their times it's just a blind spot. Maybe wala lang nakapagsabi. And that's the, our job as coaches, to tell the boss the things that nobody else will tell him. Kasi napatakot nila, di ba? So I'll say, eh, you cannot fire me naman. So I'll just tell you what I think, di ba? So I'll just be very straightforward with, with the feedback. So mm -hmm. that's the toughest thing sometimes is to make uh, leaders realize mm -hmm. that sometimes the problem is them. Mm -hmm. A lot of times the, the problem is If them. the coach does not listen even to you, what's your next step? Uh, there's always, I always believe that everyone is coachable. Mm -hmm. The only question man, is do we have the time? Do mm -hmm. we have the time? Okay. So I'll try my best. I'll give them, I'll give it everything I have. 
but we always have that that uh, clause in our coaching agreement that we can always either party can back out we can mm-hmm. say you know, this is not working uh you're not get i'm not getting through to you you're not listening to me you were you know mm-hmm. we're not achieving our objectives so let's just shake hands and remain friends and let's part okay. ways and be professional about it but okay. but other than that i think by and large uh you know uh the the real good great leaders the reason why they are great leaders is because they have that ability to to listen and maybe there's initial resistance but to get beyond that i think that's important that that initial mm-hmm. resistance but if you ask me what's the most important the, the toughest part that's the toughest mm-hmm. Okay. And this again provides us with another important outlook to trust that people are coachable. Okay? Yes. Assume that everybody is uh, receptive to uh, coaching. And when that doesn't happen, you know, you have your uh, way out as well. No? Yeah. And, sometimes, uh, maybe as leaders, sometimes we think we're coaching, but we're actually mm-hmm. telling and directing. Ayaw mm-hmm. na ayaw talaga ng new generation ngayon yan. I mean, if you have teenage kids, you already know that, di ba? They hate being told what to do. They're very, they're very talented, they're very dynamic and, and skilled, but they just hate being told what to do. So if that's your style of leadership, then that's where the problem is. Coach, last question, and this would be your top advice to three groups of people in terms of outlook. What's your top advice, the right outlook, your first of uh, recipient of advice would be sports coaches and players regardless of sport what's the right yeah. outlook that they should have uh, what's what's the second group uh, business leaders diba? business professionals yes so. business and the third is is uh, in general people who are struggling, struggling with anything yeah. during this yeah. pandemic um i'll just i'll share my 5g's because i think it cuts okay. across sure so i think the first thing is to Uh, ground yourself in reality. Whether you're a coach, you're a business professional, you're 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 struggling with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think the most important thing is number one, uh, uh, ground yourself in reality. I mean, be brutally honest uh, about your situation now. What are your strengths? If you're a business owner, take a good hard look at your at your business. Is it really? Does it really have a chance, or does it really have no chance? Mm-hmm. Part, Because for me as an entrepreneur, part of the skill of knowing how to get into businesses is knowing also when to get out. So mm-hmm. I think that's that's the first thing. You ground yourself in reality. If you are an individual struggling in this pandemic, same thing. Ground yourself in reality. Take a look, really. This may be the direction you want, but is there really chance there or wala or whatever? You better do something else. So you must have that Just be brutally honest with yourself. Ground yourself in reality. Next, uh, practice gratitude. Because mm-hmm. I think after you have figured out, uh, you've done the brutal assessment part, the next step, with whatever decision and whatever step you take, you have to have a positive outlook. Because mm-hmm. if it, it's useless to go into anything that you are very pessimistic about or negative about. So you have to go to the, whatever that situation is with a can-do attitude. So mm-hmm. I think, uh, and starting from gratitude is is a very effective way to get, get to gain optimism, to have a positive attitude. Just remember uh, that in spite of how bad things are going, 
there are still a few things that we are we can be thankful for that we can be grateful for Let's see what are our strengths what can we build on Let's see what are the skills that we have what are the resources we have i mean if you th- think about those things uh, and and you practice gratitude you start from a place of uh, of optimism and with a positive outlook with a can do attitude and that's going to propel you give you that momentum to uh, to, to go towards that next step and uh, which is uh, just have just uh, check your grit because whatever it is that you decide to do you will really have to persevere and really put in back breaking work mm-hmm. so grit is about the angela duckworth said grit is about the intersection of passion and perseverance mm-hmm. So that's now where you take a look at, uh, you know, what are you passionate about or your purpose? What's your purpose? Ano ba talagang gusto mong gawin? Ano ba yung direction? And where it is that you do, you're going to, you you can learn it. You can, you can be good at it. You can develop. If there's a skill that you need to learn, there's a skill that you need to develop, it is possible. Because if you have a growth mindset, then you are, you you know, you can, you can achieve almost anything. So, mm-hmm. pound yourself in reality, uh, practice gratitude, uh, check your grit, uh, nurture your growth mindset. Mm-hmm. And then finally, surround yourself with a good time tribe or a good team or great support system. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. So, so for everyone who is um, struggling with this pandemic, uh, uh, I, I think those are going to be helpful for you, even for business leaders, uh, entrepreneurs, uh, I think that's that's uh, a good uh, checklist to 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 use, uh, and even for basketball for sports coaches, mm-hmm. I tell that I, I say that to basketball coaches and those who want to go into executive and business coaching, mm-hmm. ground yourself in reality. Growth coaching is a great profession, but it's mm-hmm. a terrible business. I mean, it's it's hard to to really make great. A make make a great living out of just coaching alone. So mm-hmm. you have to have other forms of income, others to be doing other stuff. But mm-hmm. that's why I mean when I say you ground yourself in reality, have a brutally honest assessment of your situation now in life and, and don't be in denial. Wow. But then so practice gratitude, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, our listeners have been treated to the framework earlier, and now you added the specifics of the five Gs that yes. anybody else will uh, can apply regardless of where they are. Iba-iba lang ng uh, application. Coach, yeah. how did, can they get in touch with you for workshops or requests for uh, coaching? Where should they go? Uh, just go to LinkedIn, my LinkedIn profile, uh, CoachShot at LinkedIn, or, or or send a message to me on, uh, I'm all over social media. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, Coach.com has a Facebook page, Coach.com has a LinkedIn page. We have a website as well, just go to the Coach.com website. So mm-hmm. it's very, very easy to get in touch with me. My email address which is already 30 years old, is coachot at yahoo.com. C-O-A-C-H-O-T at yahoo.com. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's a very old, uh, it's been with me for a long time. So, yeah, But it's uh, I'm all over social media, so it's very mm-hmm. easy to get in touch. And to our listeners, don't worry, because at the end of this podcast, we will flash those contact details of Coach uh, Vincent Chotreyes. 
or get in touch with you if you get in touch with me. <laughs> oh yes, oh, if you, uh, you can send me a message and then we're connected in Facebook, no? And uh, we just heard the only five-time PBA coach of the year, the man whom we really associate with Puso, and now we better understand why Puso. It's not just heart, but it's really Laban Pilipinas Puso fighting for uh, the country with all our heart. May you be inspired wherever you are, our dear listeners, whether you are in business, in sports, or uh, a typical individual who's uh, trying to survive through this pandemic. Yes, yung puso na yon, yung puso philosophy, and then of course the five Gs that uh, Coach Chot has uh, generously shared with us this afternoon. Bring that, live that, spread that to uh, others. This is really an honor and privilege, Coach, to have you here. Dati pinapanood lang kita, no? sa mga games no at saka tinitingnan ko yung uh, ano yung uh, social media write ups natin ng mga victories ng Gilas really this is uh, uh, yes this is I'm very thankful that we have you here in Hello World so that our listeners can also take advantage of that puso uh, philosophy the right out no and dami mong sinabi accountability give credit to the team the buck stops with the me yes uh, the importance of uh, emotional intelligence, no? agility during this time. Wow. Please be, please reach out to Coach Chot to learn more about that Puso philosophy for your leaders in your organizations. Reach out to us and we will gracefully link you with Coach Chot. Uh, Coach Chot, maraming salamat. Always in service of our community. This is Louis Banta. Thank you for listening to our Hello World podcast. Follow us on Spotify for our weekly episodes.